Are you a beautypreneur seeking for your next breakthrough? Then this podcast is made just for you. The Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast will help you navigate through life, family, and the world of entrepreneurship. Listen to each episode and unravel your inner strength, your brilliant mind, and your complete sense of beauty. And now, here's your host, the ultimate beautypreneur, Nikki Tang. Hello, hello to everyone, wherever you are listening in the parts of the world. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I will tackle everything and anything about the act or process of having a discussion in order to reach an agreement. Negotiation. As young kids, we are already practicing negotiating skills with our parents and we became good with it. Do you remember asking for more playtime with your neighborhood friends if we wash the dishes? Or maybe asking for a nice toy if we get good grades in the report card. I was fond of doing this when I was young, but I would always do my part of the bargain. Negotiation is give and take. It is an important strategy in our everyday life, but in business, it's absolutely critical to your success. If you are thinking that negotiating is just common sense, it is not uncommon for people to get tangled up in the emotions of the negotiating process. You need to be prepared. So, how are we able to practice the art of give and take, the art of or the mastery of win-win negotiations? They say that you are able to get good deal when both sides are satisfied with what each other has to offer. That's usually the sign of compromise. And after all, compromise is at the heart of every negotiation. In the early days, commerce was done by barter and people would trade what they have for things that they need. Negotiations take place and once both parties meet halfway, they agree with exchange. Negotiating is about bargaining power. When the other party needs your business, the more they will be willing to compromise. So how will you arrive at the negotiating table? For me, I think the first step is to be open to accepting that you really can't win them all. But with conviction, patience, and preparation, you might find yourself succeeding in the negotiation. Now, let me ask you this. Why do we need negotiation? I can think of only two reasons why people need to negotiate. One, you are in dispute. And second, you want to do a deal. When you are in dispute, there are a number of steps you have to take before you can begin negotiations. The first is reconciliation. The second is communication. The third is negotiation itself. Very much like in a marriage, right? Funny how I inserted marriage in this topic, but you know what? Marriage is a classic example of a never-ending negotiation. When you have differences, both parties should try their best to reconcile. Isn't it that in divorce proceedings, irreconcilable differences is a valid ground for divorce? But seriously, in business, we want to negotiate because We want to do a deal that is beneficial to all the parties involved. 
Negotiations are about compromise, not setting up barriers that need to be justified. If you do not want to compromise, then don't bother negotiating. Just tell the other party you have no interest in doing business with them. The importance of negotiation cannot be overstated. Negotiation holds the key to getting ahead in the workplace, in business, resolving conflicts, and creating value in the propositions. That is, why we do not leave the process of negotiating to chance. Given the importance of negotiation in business, I would like to share with you some tips in order to reach a satisfying and fair negotiation. First, do your homework, do your research. This is a very crucial step and most negotiations that fail is because one or both of the parties do not have the correct information. Research is imperative. Make sure you understand why your business needs this deal and what effect the deal will have on your business. Is there another supplier, customer you could do a better deal with? Make sure you understand what you can negotiate away and what cannot be negotiated. The key to winning a negotiation is being prepared. During the negotiations and you have done your research, you will hear the fear which you cannot exploit and will ultimately clinch the deal. And nine times out of ten, it has nothing to do with the price. So how do you find the fear? By asking questions. That's the second step. Ask questions about delivery times, stocking levels, storage, expertise, marketing, some things that may be small and insignificant to you, but extremely important to your target. Sometimes you may want the other party to talk and talk, and with that, make notes. To not be afraid to rephrase your questions in order to dig deeper. If something does not make sense, it's perfectly reasonable to get clarification. Don't walk away until everything is clear. The third step is to listen. It's not enough to ask questions. It's just as important to know how to listen actively. Active listening means you are paying close attention not only to the words being said, but also to the nuances between the lines, the emotions, energy, and tone of the conversation. Being thorough is the fourth step to negotiations. When it comes to negotiation, it all comes down to details. Be prepared with your plan, for example, with your rates, the process of logistics, maybe a list of your concessions, etc. While it is good to be thorough, you also need to be flexible. Be flexible where it is possible to be. Flexibility in negotiations is always a plus factor. Sometimes, flexibility closes the deal. If you can be flexible with delivery dates, packaging, or maybe the terms of payment, you will have more opportunity to get better deals, don't you agree? And the last thing you have to account for is keeping the other side in mind. It's pretty obvious that without the other party, there will never be a negotiation. If they walk away, that's it. It takes two to tango, right? Try to find a balance without hurting the other party's bottom line. Let me try to give an example here. When you try to get a price reduction of $10 per piece for an item, it will be a hard cost to the other party. 
they may give in, but perhaps they will reduce the cost which will lower the quality. But a discount on the wholesale can be of a lesser cost for them. Do you see what I am trying to get at here? Are you liking this episode so far? Or have you been following my episode offering and loving it? Please share with me your comments or your takeaways in the comment box below. If you think this episode will be helpful to someone you know, please share it with them. This helps me spread my message and share resources with more people. When negotiating, both parties are more satisfied with the outcome of a negotiation when they think the process has been fair. Being fair is the key component of negotiator satisfaction in the negotiation process and outcomes. But, how do you gauge if a negotiation was fair? Despite attempts at value creation, the other negotiator could still walk away from the bargaining table feeling dissatisfied by the outcome. We can't help it because we are all different. For you, it will mean that you have exerted your best efforts, but for others, your best effort is just a fraction of theirs. Perhaps, you may want to lower the other party's expectations by explaining beforehand that you do not have a lot to give, whether due to a slow year, a tight budget, disappointing sales, and so on. I am trying to pull up an example here where we do negotiations in our daily lives. Oh yes, I think this example is good. When planning a family budget, you need to tell family members where you are expecting income from, how much it is, and what are your personal expenses before you are able to contribute to the family budget. You need to manage their expectations. In business, instead of making an initial high concession, why not start relatively small to adjust the party's expectations? Or, it can be the other way around. Do not agree to the party's demands too quickly. It seems that when you hastily accept the offer, we end up with an unfair deal. Remember, negotiations do not have to be completed in one sitting. You can go back to the negotiating table after studying your options. In negotiation, it's common for both parties to reach self-serving fairness interpretations and this situation can lead to dissatisfaction with the results and perhaps a damaged relationship. That is due to some egocentric perception of what is fair. We need to recognize that our fairness determinations are likely to be biased in our own favor, as are our counterparts. Often. When people negotiate, their goal is to win. At the very least, people work to achieve outcomes or allocations of value that they can call fair and particularly fair enough to me. In commerce, particularly in buying and selling, negotiations are at work at all times. What is the price the seller is willing to give for their products or service and on the other hand, what is the buyer willing to offer for the products and services? For example, we are wanting to purchase a house and your budget is maxed at 5 million. The seller will not take anything lower than 5.5 million. You are facing a difference of 500,000 for a house that you've been wanting to purchase for many years now, having saved money all those years. How can you close the gap of 500,000? At the back of 
of your mind, you know it might not even be possible if the seller is really firm with the price. Here's what I am going to do in this kind of situation. I will tell the seller that the price of 5.5 million is acceptable, but I will negotiate that I can pay her upfront the 5 million and pay the balance of 500,000 in installments, say, in two years. What do you think? Do you think the seller might think that this is fair proposition? It is a win-win, right? That is how negotiation works. We may not realize it, but we negotiate with people every day. In essence, negotiation skills are communication skills. Negotiation is essential everywhere. It is not only the corporate world, in commerce, where negotiation is important, but also in our daily life. It is important to understand that conflict has never benefited anyone. Instead, it adds to one's tension and anxiety. It is better to discuss things and reach an alternative, benefiting everyone. Issues must not be dragged unnecessarily, and efforts must be made to come to a conclusion involving the interests of all. There is no point in being adamant and rigid. One should strive hard to negotiate with each other and consider the needs, interests, and expectations of all. In fact, you will see a lot of negotiations happening in the family. It is essential to maintain peace at home. We all need to compromise with each other to some extent to avoid disagreements at home. I have an interesting situation here where negotiation gets very well played. A mom bakes a cake which happens to be a favorite of one of the siblings, but it has to be equally sliced to everyone. Let's imagine you are one of the siblings and you really want more than just your slice. You will negotiate with your brother to give you a bigger slice in exchange for doing his homework to which he gladly agreed because he could enjoy his weekend with his friends. It is a win for your brother and also a win for you because you can relish on your favorite cake. Do you now think that negotiation is important? Definitely! The bottom line to all negotiation is to find peace in our relationships. Negotiation reduces conflicts and improves the relation among individuals. We are human beings and unlike animals, we live in societies and with people around. How would you feel if your next door neighbors don't talk to you? People can't live by themselves. They need the company of others to share happiness, sorrows, and take each other's help whenever required. Instead of finding fault in others, why not be understanding? It is okay if your next door neighbor has parked his car, talk to him, and negotiate the times where his car can be parked in front of your house. Do not go and fight with him. You might even need him someday. Don't get hyper or overreact. Try to understand the other person as well. An individual must learn the skills for effective negotiation to lead a happy and peaceful life. Life is short, and one must enjoy each and every moment of it. Fighting with each other is unnecessary. It complicates issues. Negotiation is essential for better bonding among individuals. It will promote lesser conflicts and a happy life. Nobody is born with good negotiation skills. 
you need time to acquire them. Be tactful and patient. Understand the other party well, their needs, expectations, and find out a solution beneficial to both parties. Does this topic resonate with you in dealing with all the aspects in your life? If you think this will be useful to your circle of friends, business partners, and family members, I would like to encourage you to share it with them. I also want to invite you to join my mailing list to receive advanced notifications for future episodes. I promise I will send you useful information to support, educate, and encourage you. I will provide the link for you to join my Facebook community, Beauty and Beyond, in the show notes. Thank you for taking time to listen. See you in my next episode. Lots of love, Nikki. That's all for today. I really appreciate your time as you tune into this episode of the Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast. If you were inspired by what you have just listened to, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Since you've gone this far, I'm also inviting you to join my Facebook group, Beauty and Beyond. Just click on the link in the show notes below and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs across the globe. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to listen to upcoming episodes. Until next time, 